Hello and welcome back to another episode of G'day NBA. We are the home of the triple dribble where there is consistent banter and we take ill-advised shots. Before today's podcast, we would like to thank our sponsor, Boxed Out Breaks. Boxed Out Breaks is a reputable card-breaking company here in Australia. Run and owned by a Celtics diehard, Aiden Breaks, Monday to Friday, nightly at a very reasonable price. Card-breaking is an affordable way of collecting basketball cards with the chance of hitting rookie autos, veteran autos, game-worn jersey patch cards, and many, and many more cool inserts. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and don't forget to box out. Back again to talk all things Lakers and thing in, things in the West is Mitch. How are you today, Mitchy boy? I'm good, bro. How about yourself? Going good, going good. We're uh, both got tired eyes by by the looks of things. Yeah, 100%, mate. Two kids, all our listeners out there. Think about it. Dad life. <laughs> Dad life and sickness. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't change it for the world, but uh, a bit of sleep would also be appreciated. Yeah, 100%. In today's pod, we're going to be diving into the Western Conference. For those that do follow us on Instagram, they'll see the ins and outs and predictions that we're done. So we're going to have a bit of a yarn about that, where um, where we see each team finishing and whether they will go over or under the projected win totals that they've been given for the season. Um, yeah, so the way that we'll run it, um, we'll have it in order of how I have the West finishing and you can say whether you agree or if you have them, where you have them finishing as such. Um, what is crazy though, it shows how strong the West is. 11 teams are predicted to go over the 0.500 percentage, mm. which shows how this, uh, yeah, just how strong the West is this year. The West is back, baby. The West is back. <laughs> was a couple of years ago, uh, what was it, 16s? Mm. Like Golden State? Or was it even before that? Like when mm. they were just super dominant, they were, Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Like when it was the Cavs, Warriors days. Was yep. the West pretty stuck then? Yep. 100%. Well, the East had like LeBron, Cavs, but yeah. outside of that, yeah, the East was pretty dog shit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, Might have been the Cavs. I think the Hawks were all right back then, but that was Yeah, like was a, about it. even yeah. like a baby face Tatum. Yeah. It was either in uh, it was the second round or the Eastern Conference final mm. where they took Cavs to seven games. But like yeah. outside of that, that was. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, oh, what Toronto was good, obviously, when Kawhi was there. Yeah. Yeah. Those couple of years, but outside of that, not much happening. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's kick it off with who I have finishing fifteenth, the Portland Trailblazers. So as of uh, this moment in time, Dame Lillard's still there. So uh, do you reckon he'll be there at the start of the season? Dude, I don't know. Like time, I, I thought he was going to be gone, but I mean, time's starting to run out. Yeah, it is, and it's yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things bro it's probably going to turn ugly before it gets any better you know they they want a lot for him he wants to go to a certain spot and they're just I think they're in have a lot of differences in what they want to do but you know the Blazers might just say well we're just going to hold on to you so you either play or you wait until um, we want to trade you somewhere and yeah. I, I think mate I think a lot of owners and GMs and that are getting their back up because there's always talk about you know, players, you know, um, sticking their feet in and really controlling what happens. And I think, you know, owners and GMs are getting sick of it. So they're digging their heels in too. So it should be fireworks. Should be interesting. <laughs> I reckon he will still get traded before the season starts. So that's how I've predicted him at 15th. Just, so on, just on that too, dude, just while we're talking about Dame, um, what about the stuff going on with James Harden at the moment? I know. What he said about more, like, oh my god, that's going to be fireworks yeah. and fun to see what happens there. On on that too, Jeez. Ben Simmons has come out during the week, like just gone and said like I wouldn't mind going back to Philly. I don't know if it was just a, <laughs> him just taking like the absolute piss oh, or that's like funny. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I couldn't believe it, and I was like, nah, it was on uh, Basketball Forever. Oh really? Yeah, okay. on, on their Instagram, worth a worth a little read of the uh, article that okay. they, yeah, they right. put up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 proper giggle. Okay, but um, yeah. So the ins for Portland is Moses Brown, Scoot Hang- Henderson, who was the third pick, Chris Murray, brother of Keegan Murray, and then their outs for the upcoming season: Drew Eubanks, who's off to Phoenix; Kevin Knox; Cam Reddish, who's headed to your Lakers. Let's go, Cam. Trendon Watford, who's off to the Nets, uh, and Justice. Justice Winslow, who's yeah, looks like he's out of the league. So I've got them fifteenth. I'm their projected win total is thirty point five. I've got them going under as 
Scoot will be great first year. Mm-hmm. I've got him rookie of the year, but yeah, probably a tank job to try and get some more picks. Hundred percent. Where Where have you got him, and are Mate, they going over at, that total? I had him at fourteen. Okay. Actually, so um, yeah, pretty close to you. Yeah, I'd, mate. I'd even if Dame's there, I think it's going to be shambles anyway. Yeah. Hundred so, <laughs> percent. Um, but yeah, I think they'll be down down the bottom. Yeah. All right. Moving on in fourteenth, I had the San Antonio Spurs. So the Spurs, it's well known to everybody that follows basketball. If you didn't know about this, you're obviously not a true supporter, but. They got the biggest, uh, lost for words, like the biggest, um, highest expectation player that coming into the league, Victor Wembenyama, number one draft picked. They landed him. They got that lucky lottery spot. Um, but yeah, outside of that, they they don't really have much. So he's come on. He's come in. Victor Wembenyama, Cameron Payne from the Suns comes across, which is a good pickup. Ceddy Osman from Cleveland coming across, and Reggie Bullock from Dallas. Their out is Keita Bates-Diop, who's headed to Phoenix. I didn't know Romeo Langford's actually going to Utah. You probably don't yeah. follow Romeo anyway. No, he He's was at, at the Celts. Celts so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was pretty mad. But, um, yeah, their projected total is 28.5. I've got them going under, but not by much. can see maybe winning like 23 games in this upcoming season. What? Yeah, where right. do you have the Spurs finishing? And Wouldn't read about it, mate. I had him in 15th. Had him in so, 15th. Yeah, We've yeah. just done a little swap on that yeah, one, have we? A, just a little swap. Yeah, mate, I'm the, I'm the same. I don't think um, – yeah, I don't think they'll be doing much um, at all. I think they'll be hype around um, uh, Victor, but, um, yeah, I don't It'd know. It'd be fun to have a market for his over-under games played this yeah. upcoming season. I'm really yeah. interested to see – do they just – bleed him into the league, like just give him maybe 50 to 60 games just to get him used to the NBA contact or do they just go full ham, like let's go? Oh, I think, dude, I think he's probably going to be a similar like Joel Embiid style. Like you, they go into those teams relied upon heavily, you know, coming into the league. It's, you know, different physicality and I think, yeah, I, I think once they just start going poorly, I reckon they'll wrap him up um, and wait until they can get a decent team around him. But put put yeah. him cotton wool and yep. try again next year. 100%. I mean, there's no, what, flogging him, you know, let let him get a bit of experience, full year of, um, you know, strength and conditioning with an NBA team under that and he'll be better for it the following year and hopefully they can get some pieces around him. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what they can what they can build there. So moving to my thirteenth pick, they surprised the they surprised everybody actually at the first half of the season with the team that they had, the Utah Jazz. I've got in thirteenth. So looking at their ins and outs, they do manage to land John Collins, uh, Keontae George, who showed a little bit of potential um, in the summer league. Mm-hmm. He looked decent. Romeo Langford, who we just talked about, Omer Udoseven from the Heat and. Didn't know this one either, but Joey Hauser, who must be a brother to Sam Hauser, who is just a – I wouldn't even call him a 3 and D because he can't D. He's just a three-point shooter. Yep. Uh, and they're out. Uh, Udoka Azabuki, who's off to Phoenix. Vernon Carey Jr. Rudy Gay. Rudy be retiring by now? Be getting to that age. Oh, he's, he's bouncing around a lot. He's bouncing around. Damian Jones, who's off to Cleveland. So their projected win total, 35 and a half. I've got them going under. I've got them probably winning about 30 games as they've got a lot of draft picks there. They're, they're building towards the future with the team that they have. Mm. What, are yeah. your, uh, what are your thoughts on, on the Jazz? Mate, I had them at um, 12. Actually. Okay. So, yeah, I, um, yeah, I think they're thereabouts on those, on those wins, 35 and a half. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't know. I, I feel like last year they started um, playing, you know, a lot better. And I, I think they were actually probably the surprise team last year. Everyone yeah. thought they were going to be horrible. and Straight um, straight tank pretty much from yeah, the get-go. Yeah, straight tank. And, like, Jordan Clarkson carried them for a lot of the year. And, and Laurie. Um, Laurie, and Laurie Mc, yeah, most them. improved. Yeah. Yeah, look, I don't know if they haven't really added, you know, huge pieces to that. So I think they'll be thereabouts. They're about same because I think they finished at twelfth last season. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But they were in the top eight for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so. were. 
Moving on to spot 12 in the West, I've got the Houston Rockets, um, 10 ins and 9 out in total, which is which is one of the bigger ones alongside Dallas, who've also got something similar in terms of moves made. Mm. Uh, so we'll look at their ins, which the big one is Fred Van Fleet from the Raptors, Dylan Brooks from Memphis, Jeff Green, who's a good vet to add, who's just come from the Nuggets, uh, Aaron Holiday from Atlanta, Jock Langdale, the Aussie from Phoenix, Amin Thompson, who was the fourth pick mm-hmm. or fifth pick. Him and his brother went fourth and fifth. Not sure of that yep. order. Uh, and the other notable mention is Summer League MVP Cam Whitmore. The outs for the Rockets is Ty Ty Washington, who's off to Milwaukee, Josh Christopher, who's off to the Grizzlies, Kenyon Martin Jr. to the Clippers, Frank Kaminsky, Boban Marjanovic, DJ Augustine, Willie Colley uh, Stein. Tongue twister. Um, so, yeah, I've got them 12th. Their over-under predictions is 31.5. I'm going to go overs, but just. Like, I'm thinking 33 wins. I think Ime, new coach of that franchise, he's a no-bullshit guy. If he can manage to get the locker room together, and I – I'm talking about Dylan Brooks. If he can get that dude's head in order, and as long as him and Kevin Porter Jr. aren't punching on, because mm. I reckon they those two might clash. If he can get those two in order, they might they're not going to do something, but they could just be on the fringe of that playoff. So that's why I moved him up to twelve. Yeah, well, I had him at thirteenth. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think I think he'll do wonders for that team. But I think this year is probably going to be a a, um, a feeling out. Year for him, he's going to see what the issues are, who's the problem, bad weeds, get yeah. rid of them. So I I think that they'll do a lot better, you know, maybe a sort of OKC vibe that they'll yeah. they'll do better than expected. That's a good shout. But um, I think the following year is when, yeah, I Things think we'll see a change there. Yeah, with his, with, you know, better personnel, getting rid of those weeds. Because they do have a, a good young core, like Kevin Porter Jr., um, mm-hmm. Alpran Shangoon, who had yep. a really good season last year. And, yep. yeah, it will be interesting to see how these rookies go. So mm. might be a good shout. Maybe mm. next year they might really start yep. hitting some straps. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. All right, and in 11th spot, I have picked the Minnesota Timberwolves. Quite hesitant now in terms of that, watching Ant uh, at FIBA. Absolutely light things up. But Get out that, of my brain, bro. I was thinking about oh, this before. It's... This is how stacked the West is, and I've just had them at 11th. I've got a few teams from last year that I see improving. I've got a gamble with another team pending on their their health con- like players that have health concerns. Mm-hmm. So I've gone them in at 11th. Let's look at their in- ins and outs first. Their ins is Troy Brown from the Lakers uh, and Shake Milton, really. They've got a couple of other drafties that they picked up. Shake Milton from Philadelphia. Their outs is Jalen Noel Austin Rivers, Torian Prince, who's off to the Lakers, and Nathan Knight, who's off to the New York Knicks. Their over-under prediction is 44 and a half. I don't know. I'm, I'm, this is where I'm hesitant because I see Ant-Man growing and becoming such a dominant player. But the two bigs last year in Gobert and Cat just didn't seem to work. So I'm stuck. So, yeah, I've got them on the, on the unders at 44 and a half. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm similar. Um, I didn't know um, Jaden Knowles. Yeah. He, used, but he he was actually good for them, the yeah. games that I, that I saw. Um, it was handy. He's, yeah. he's become a free agent. Yeah, well, he started a fair few games yeah. for them too. But look, dude, Ant's, Ant's good. But, yeah, I'm sorry for all you cat and um, Gobert f- fans out there. But If there yeah. is any Gobert fans. Yeah, if there is. Yeah, there's probably a few... Um, Frenchies out there, shout out to our Frenchie community. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I just don't see them going anywhere with those two. I yeah. mean, you know, they they tried to reinvent the wheel, and we're going back to two bigs. Um, yeah, I just I think either of them have it, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so you reckon they'll go over or under that that line? But I reckon under. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I have no confidence, unfortunately. Oh, with with reason, like it's shown last year that yeah, it it didn't happen with the two bigs. So, 
we shall see. If there is a team to maybe blow it up mid-year, mm. could be Minnesota. Oh, 100%. I reckon they'll be heavily on the trade market if it doesn't work yeah. early. Coach will be under pressure too. Um, and, yeah, oh, who knows? I think it's going to be a bit of a shitstorm over there, I reckon. Definitely. <laughs> Moving on to 10th, I have got the LA Clippers in there, which I've copped a lot of flack about. Um but, yeah, it really comes down to their two superstars in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, if they can stay in, can stay fit, really. Um, so we'll just have a quick look at their ins. Uh, KJ Martin Jr. coming from the Rockets. Kobe Brown, who had a good summer league. Jordan Miller, who's another rookie. They're outs. They lost Eric Gordon, which is pretty much their, their only out that they had. So, yeah, I've got them in 10th, 46 and a half. It's a lot of games to win. Um, I've got them going under. Again, only just, and th- and that will come down to whether or not um, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard can stay fit. 100%, dude. Um, Paul George, we spoke about this last time, Paul George and Kawhi, you know what I mean? They do not get anywhere near the um, flack that they should about you know, not playing enough games. But, yeah, dude, I mean, they've just been doing the same thing every year, you know what yeah. I mean? They go into the season and they're like, these guys are contenders. Hear they, it every year. Yeah, hear it every year. Contenders will not be, you know, you know, stop. Like, you know, will come out of the West. And they just haven't done it, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, um, I think they're just so heavily reliant on those two um, and even when there's there's one of them, like they still don't really do anything. I they mean, don't click. Their claim to fame is they beat the Lakers during the regular season. That's which, cool. amount, which amounts to yeah, nothing. That's cool. That's cool, Clippers fans. I'm stoked for you. <laughs> but so, you know who runs LA. <laughs> uh, so where have you got them finishing, and have you got them going over or under 46.5? Dude, I had them at 11, yeah. and I... I think they squeeze over 46 and a half. Yeah, just based on, you know, factoring, I reckon Kawhi and Paul George play half the season. So, so that's, pen- that's, few- that's pending on that. Yeah. Think- if, if they're going over 46 and a half, I reckon they'll go higher than 11. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, look, hey, we're, we're, we're giving them the support, you know yeah. what I mean? We've, we've got... We've giving got them a bit of love. <laughs> yeah, giving them a bit of love, you know? We just we just chopped them down. We're giving them the shit sandwich. Yeah. Um, Shout out Clippers fans. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then Westbrook will carry them for a few games. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, actually stuff the Clippers. Yeah, I think they're going unders. <laughs> <laughs> Talked him out of that. For, I don't know, 46 and a half. It's a lot of games. Yeah, I know. To be winning and... Yeah, yeah, true. Like, it, mate, it's undeniable. Like, if they're if they're healthy, like they can be really good. You know, if. yeah, if they are. But um, this is my thing with the Clippers too, dude. They've got so much talent. Like, there's a lot of guys that have been on the bench there for a few years that'd be starters on other teams. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And is that affecting like the well, well, the chemistry of the like you know? These guys are always injured. We're stuck on the bench. We'd be starters in other like there's a there's only a certain amount of game time to go around. Everyone, um, you know, like even Eric Gordon getting shipped. At, like I thought he was one of their best players. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it's everyone went there. Like oh, let's win the chip. Let's and build. Just and, let's know, build and win, and it just yeah. ha- hasn't happened. Yeah, they've done done nothing, and I think they're going to have some decisions to make too with um. Who's the good young Terrence Mann? Terrence Mann, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I really like him, but he'll start. He'll start getting frustrated. Yeah, exactly shortly. Right. If he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if his minutes aren't increased, hundred percent. Because the team looks so different when the two superstars are out. Like you know, you give Terrence Mann more of a leeway, but it's like, oh, okay, bro, go back to your place when the when the big dogs get yeah, back and then they're in and out, and you know? So there's no consistency with, with anything and surely that's going to piss you off as a player. It'll be interesting to see. Let's move on to ninth place and I have got the Pelicans in there and that's pending if Zion's healthy. If he plays a full year, I can see them even finishing higher than um the ninth. Their line is 44 and a half and again, I'm 
these lines are dead set nailed. It's at 44 and a half. I've got them just going over. So we'll have a quick look at their ends. They've picked up Jordan Hawkins, who is a rookie, and Cody Zeller from Miami. They're outs, who is Jackson Hayes, who is also over to the Lakers. Welcome, Jackson. Good luck. <laughs> Josh Richardson, uh, who is back, heading back to Miami. Garrett Temple to the Raptors, and Willie Hernan Gomez, who looks like he doesn't have a team at the moment. Mm-hmm. So Maybe he's going to do another film. Yeah, Bo, yeah. Bo Cruz. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Two point yeah. <laughs> So, have you? Where have you got the Pelicans finishing, bro? I have got them sliding into eighth. Nice. Yeah, I um, I think they were pretty good for most of um last season. Uh, yeah, like I think Ingram's playing super well. Yeah, I like CJ. Was was okay. Um, hot but, and cold. Yeah, he's very hot and cold. He's, His three point shootings just so up and down. Like yeah. where he was pretty, he was fairly. He was consistent when he was at Portland. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So and yeah, another big thing, Zion. But you know, I've, I've seen a couple of um, videos of him working out, and that it looks like he he probably should be back. So I think that changes things. But yeah, I think they've got enough there to to squeeze into. To eighth, I don't think they do much better than that. If there's question marks around um, Zion, yeah, yeah, it'll be um, it'll be interesting. But they got a they got a lot of talent, yeah, in a good yeah. bench. So yeah, we'll see yeah they're, they they're quite deep. Uh, Trey Murphy, who seems to be a good uh, draft pick that they've picked up. Yeah. Herb Jones is another one. Yeah, uh, Dyson Daniels, the Aussie, he's still yeah. young. Like yeah, yeah, give him a couple more seasons, he'll be yeah. decent. Larry Nance, who's ever so consistent, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, we shall see, Pelicans fans. Moving on to my eighth spot, they exceeded expectations last year. Uh, their coach, Mike Brown, coach of the Kings. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's who I've got in eighth spot is the Sacramento Kings. One to eight. Hey? One no, to they eight. finished sec- eight second. second. Denver, Sorry, yes. no. Was Denver first at the end of the regular season? Yeah, it was Denver. Yeah, I'm pretty Denver that they got second. Yeah. yeah, so two to eight. Two to eight. That's Whoa. how. Yeah, that's okay. that's spicy. It's, it's a tough call, but yeah. I I was playing around with them forever. Like, did, yeah. and I had them at about six, but I've got a few other teams that are in for a huge improvement this year. And there yeah. we go. We'll see, but yeah, I've got yeah. them in at eighth. We'll have a quick look at their ins and outs. Chris Girate, they picked him up for nothing from the paces, and he had a fair few injuries and whatnot. And he he could be something. Yeah. We'll see. It's a, it's a good pickup for what they gave away. Yeah. Uh, Nerlens Noel and a few other draft picks. Nothing to really yarn about. They're out, though. So Aussie, Matty Delavadova, Rashawn Holmes, who's off to the Mavericks, uh, Chemezi Metu, who's off to the Suns, and Terrence Davis. Uh, who's, he, was, he wasn't bad last year. He mm. was drafted from the Raptors, had a few issues there, yeah. and, again, just an, not a bad bench player, but, yeah, mm. Can't seem to get a role. So, did I already talk about their overs or unders? No. No. So, their their projected total for wins is 44.5, which I've got them going over. Um, again, just because if you're getting over that 0.500, mm. looks like you'll be playing playoffs or at least get to the play-in. So, mm. I'm going to go the overs in eight spot. Where, where have you got them landing and have you got them going under or over that total? Uh, I've... I've got them in fifth. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think that they, I think they go over that. That Chris Duarte um, trade almost seemed like Therese Halliburton was better than we thought. So we'll just give you Chris Duarte for nothing. I'm like, I'm not, what's going on there? Yeah. I saw what it, that was just crazy. What was um, yeah, what they got for him. But um, I think that's a huge addition. Um, I think, you know, Fox took a massive leap uh, last year. Um, your boy Keegan Murray, it was outstanding. Starting to hit straps. Yeah, starting to hit straps. So, yeah, I think that they – I don't think they finish as high as last year, but I reckon they're going to be middle of the pack. Um, yeah. They'll take a lot of confidence out of last year and, um, you know, they push the Warriors a, a long way. Um, well, that series went to seven games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know Mike Brown's doing wonders over there. So, yeah, I I, I think they they'll be middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah in that eight. 
Not a bad shout at all. All right, moving on, seventh spot. Um, and this is one where it's a gamble, but I think SGA is that good. So I'm going to go OKC in its seventh. Mm-hmm. I think they could even finish higher, but yeah, I'd probably, yeah, probably wouldn't hear the end of it if they did nothing and finished down in 14th. But I just think how they've drafted in Giddy, Jalen Williams, getting SGA over, over from the Clippers for nothing. Mm-hmm. I think they're building nicely. They're probably maybe one or two vets away, whether that's a starter and, you know, just that bench vet that you need. They probably need that in in and amongst the rank. But mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, we'll have a quick look at their ins and outs. Their ins is Davis Bertans, like who really cares, from Dallas. Jack White, who's another Aussie um, from the Nuggets. Victor Oladipo from Miami. Carson Wallace, who seems like another good uh, rookie that they've picked up, along with a few other rookies. Their outs is Jared Butler, who's over to Washington, and Dario Saric, who's off to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've got them in at seventh, and I've got them covering the 44 and a half. Yeah, I've got them in at six, and I think, yeah, they're overs. So we're in the same boat there, really. Yeah, we're, we're around the same there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, as I you know, spoke about, I thought they were most improved team collectively. Oh, easy. Um, last year, Giddy's going to be even better than he was. Um, and, you know, yeah, Shea's the real deal. He's so. definitely that, yeah. Yeah. Was first NBA, All-NBA last year, or was he second? He was in one of the first two All NBA teams, yeah. which yeah, yeah. yeah, well, well deserved. Yeah, they're yeah. just a they're just a very well rounded team, and um, yeah, the coach has got them humming. So uh, yeah, I think they'll be better off for it. They may need a you know tad more experience um, at some stage, but yeah, they're they're on the on the up. They're so, def- they're definitely yeah. on the up. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Six spot, uh, a team that can finish as high as third, in my opinion, and can also finish as low as 11th. I've got the Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Um, they were as active as what the Rockets were with 10 ins and nine outs in total. Right. So a lot of changes, and I think it's for the better, only if Luca and Kyrie can work it work it out. Yeah, yeah. If, so, they, if they can get on the same page. Yeah, that's a lot of ins. Who's ins and outs for them? Yeah, so have a look at that now. We've got Seth Curry uh, from the Nets, Rashawn Holmes, who we talked about before, yeah. from the Kings, Derek Jones Jr. from the Bulls. We also got Grant Williams that came across from the Celtics um, and a few other bits and pieces. Joe Weiskamp from the Raptors, Derek Lively, who's a rookie, uh, and they're outs. Davis Batans, who we just talked about, off to the Thunder. Reggie Bullock to the Spurs, Justin Holiday to the Nuggets, JaVale McGee, which I read he got picked up somewhere today. Mm. I think he's gone to the Kings. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Frank the Tank, who's off to the Hornets. Christian Wood, who's an, I'm surprised he hasn't been picked up yet. So, yeah, mm. they're, they're the key ins and outs there. Yeah. So I've got them in, in six and going over 44 and a half wins. I've got them in seventh. Um, Fuck, we're we're close with yeah, these. We are, we are very close. Promise, promise the listeners this wasn't pre-organized. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, I I don't know. There's something about the Mavs, dude. Like Luke is good, but he bro, he just whinges and carries on a lot, and he's not a great defender. Either's Kyrie, and I don't know. Like if Luca, Kyrie, are they the leaders of that team? I mean, someone like Kyrie seeing Luke and care factor and the way he acts, is that going to bring the best out in Kyrie? I think it's been proven, you know, that it doesn't from who he's played with. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'd, yeah I, don't, I don't see it. And I'd, I think they've lost, a, you know, a lot of, lot of defense as well. Um, yeah, like especially getting rid of Dorian Finney-Smith that, you know, would uh, mark up on the other team's best player. So I think they'll be thereabouts, but I think come... Uh, finals time, yeah. You know, defense wins chips, yeah. and you know I I just don't see him shooting 150 for four games. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's my take. Most definitely. Fifth spot, getting to the exciting end where, yeah, these next next five I've got pretty much. Sorry, I'll go four to one. I reckon can finish in any order. 
In fifth, I've got the Memphis Grizzlies. I would have had them higher if Jar wasn't suspended for the first third of the season. Mm-hmm. Huge out for that, yeah, for that amount of time. But let's have a quick look at their ins and outs. They signed extremely well, in my opinion. They picked up Marcus Smart from the Celtics, uh, Derek Rose from the Knicks, Isaiah Todd from Washington, and Josh Christopher from the Rockets. They're out. Dylan Brooks to the Rockets and Tyus Jones, who's off to the Wizards. Their projected line is 46 and a half. I've got them going over. Like if, if I've got them that high at fifth, I think they've got to get over that. Maybe 48th to 51 win games. And that's, yeah, again, with, with Jari out for the first third of the season. Where, where have you got them sitting? Ninth, bro. Ninth. Yeah, you got them a bit off. Was yeah. that the due to Jar being out or you just don't rate them that high? Uh, it's a part of it. But I think the biggest struggle now is that Tyus Jones is gone. Like, he started when Jar wasn't there. That's where, And he was the backup. That's where Smart slots in, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if... Um, yeah, I don't... Yeah, Smart's a... I don't know. Like, he's a good point guard, but I, I don't think he's best suited to having the ball in his hands all the time. And he's going to have a lot of ball handling. So you're going to ask him to handle the ball and mark the other team's best player, like, all the time. That's a lot. It is, um, but in my opinion, he did do that in Boston. Do you feel Do you feel like he... Although Derek White was there, who became a... Yeah, but a don't, you, don't you feel like Tatum held the ball a fair bit and so did Brown? Like, it was shared more? Like yeah. Like, yeah. Who, who else is going to... Who else is going to run the, the point other than... At Memphis, smart, yeah. yeah, no, it's smart. Yeah, so like, and I, it is a long time, a third of the season. Yeah, and I look, um, I I think Tyus Jones going is um, what happened with Brunson leaving the Mavs. You've got it that high. Like I've a, got. Well, I, I'm just I'm just high on him, dude. Like, yeah, he, I'm pretty sure. We'll have to check this up, so listeners don't think I'm full of shit, but they probably do anyway. <laughs> but I think he had the lowest um, assist to turnover ratio in the league last year. Like go. he he um, was so good with the ball, never he, turned it over. He was dominant when Jar was out. Yeah, like his stat line. Have a, have a look at that. But I'm pretty sure um, I remember reading something about that. So I think him coming off the bench was huge when Jar was out. Then when Jar was um, not playing and he started, I think he kept him afloat. And now I just don't think you've got that. De- Desmond Bain? Yeah. I'd honestly just forgotten about him until then. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I, yeah, I just don't. I, I, I think Desmond Bain's good. I think Marcus Smart is great. But when it comes to ball handling, I just don't think, I think they're taking a huge drop from Jar and Tice. Um, Jones and I, I think that will affect them in the win column until Jar gets back. But yeah. that's that's my reasoning. We'll see. Yeah. I reckon they're the best defensive team in the West. Mm-hmm. You've got former, mm-hmm. just gone defensive yeah. player of the year. Year before that was Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. You got the likes of um, Stephen Adams as well. Like they're yeah, yeah I reckon yeah. they're a really good defensive. Yeah, yeah. Team, I don't think so. they'll struggle with defense. Yeah, I think it's just attack. on the offensive end. Yeah. We'll see. It's, uh, it'll be interesting. But this next four that I've got in line, yeah, sorry, the next four that I've got in line, um, I reckon they can finish in any order. And this team is the team that is stacked, who just made a lot of lot of uh, off-season moves, with the headline being Bradley Beal. So that's the Phoenix Suns. I've got him fourth. Um, the mid-year trade from last year, Kevin Durant. So let's run through that. They're another team with 10 ins and 9 outs. So the big one, as I've just mentioned, Bradley Beal from the Wizards, Bol Bol, who came over from Orlando, Yuda Watanabe from the Nets, Jordan Goodwin from the Wizards, Eric Gordon from the Clippers, uh, Chimezi Metu from the Kings, Drew Eubanks from the Blazers, and Yudoka Azabuki from the Jazz. Oh, and uh, Keita Bates-Diop from the Spurs. They're outs seen... Jock Langdale head to the Rockets. Chris Paul to the Warriors. Cameron Payne to the Spurs. Terrence Ross. Landry Shamet to the Wizards. TJ Warren. Um, 
not picked up by anyone. Darius Baisley to the Nets and Bismack Biombo. So I've got them going under 52 and a half. They're going to be lethal on the offense, but can they bring it night in, night out? And how do you see the ball being split evenly between Durant, Beal and Booker? Mm. I've got them at two and I reckon they'll go over. Okay. Um, but, dude, this is – I have them at two, but I don't think they'll win the comp. I'd, I've said this. Just a regular season finish at two? Yeah, 100%. Because, dude, they're just an offensive juggernaut. Like, they've got so many people that can score. I mean, I, get, I go back to this all the time, that Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson, two great defenders for them, they sent away and they're just, you know, putting – all their chips in the middle. You know, we are just going to score more points, more points than anyone than you. else. But it's... We might get... it worked. Yeah. Like, their, their aim is we'll give up 120, but we'll score 130. Yeah, 100%. You can't do that. Yeah. Not and they did out. that last year as well. And come finals time, what does that look like then? And I mean... And how, how fits Durant looking? Yeah. Is, yeah. But, but it's the other thing too, dude. Like, it's a stacked team, but... Does everyone understand their role? Like Bradley Beal's come from the Wizards where he had the ball in the hand his whole time. His, you know, his Booker, whole NBA career. Yeah, yeah. Booker needs it. So does Durant. Like you, you saw Durant a fair bit like had to play a lot, you know, off ball. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, dude. I see him winning a lot of games. I just don't see him doing anything past that. That's, that's what, just my opinion. And that's why I had him fall to fourth just because I don't yeah. know how well they're going to work out those three key guys and how they're going to um, distribute the ball and balance it between them. Mm. So we'll move on from there. In third, I've got the Golden State Warriors moving back up the tail. They had a horrid season on the road last year. Mm -hmm. Um, They got bounced out by your Lakers, which Mm -hmm. you managed to go over and have a squiz at. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we'll have a quick look at their ends, which, as we just spoke about, Chris Paul from the Suns. Jerome Robinson, Dario Saric from the Thunder, um, and they got a couple of draft picks too. Out, uh, one of the first ones, the first dominoes to four, Jordan Poole to the Wizards. Ryan Rollins is following him to the Wizards. Ty Jerome to the Cavs. Uh, Andre Iguodala retiring. Jermichael Green not picked up. Dante DiVincenzo, another big loss uh, defensively to the Knicks. So their over-under prediction is 48.5. I've got them bouncing back on the road, which should see them cover 48.5, pending they all stay fit. Yeah, I've got them finishing third, but as high as first as well. Yeah, I've got them, I've got them third um, on my list. So, yeah, I'd agree with you with your take. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll be, um, I think they'll be up there, um, thereabouts. Uh, Chris Paul's a good addition. I feel it allows – I think Steph's one of those plays, he's as good as off the ball as on the ball because he just moves, you yeah. know what I mean? Constantly moving. Yeah. So I think that will conserve his energy a little bit. And, um, yeah, I think Chris Paul can be a good addition there. Steven Chen is a big loss there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're such a small team, like starting team too. They've gonna, they're going to have uh, Curry. Dare say their starting lineup will be Curry, Paul, Clay Thompson, mm. Draymond and Looney. Like it's yeah. a small starting lineup. Mm. But they, yeah, Steve Kerr, he's a wizard. Mm. Yeah, knows how to coach. He's coaching the world. The USA over in the FIBA World Champs now. Yeah. They're killing it. So, yeah, another good year in store for the Warriors. In second spot... Mitch's team hurts me to say it, but I think they're in for a big year. Again, asterisk next to it, if healthy. Not the asterisk like they, that they got from the, the bubble chip, but um, yeah. So let's have a look at their ins and outs. They've got nine in and ten outs, a lot of movement. Their ins, Jackson Hayes from the Pelicans. Gabe Vincent, nice pickup from the Heat. Cam Reddish from the Blazers. Torian Prince from the Wolves. Uh, I think that's all from the teams, and you've got a fair few draft picks that you had. Uh, is it Jalen Hood Shafino? Yep. And Colin Castleton, who looked like decent players in the summer league, just mm-hmm. gone. They're outs. Forgot he was even on the lineup there. Mo Bumba to the 76ers, Malik Beasley to the Bucks, 
Troy Brown to the Wolves. Wenyan Gabriel, who hasn't been picked up. Scotty Pippen Jr. Dennis Schroeder, who's been killing it in the FIBA world. Champs to the Raptors. And Lonnie Walker to Brooklyn. Tristan Thompson also not being picked up. Mm. So, yeah, I've got them in second. And with the line of 47.5, if you're finishing second, you, you, you are going over. Yeah. So I've, I've got them um, fourth. Okay. Yeah, I thought okay. for sure you would have had them first or second. No, no, I've got them, I've got them fourth. I, I mean... The West is strong. Yeah, I think, look, it's probably the same when it comes comes to this. I think, you know, with those kind of additions, there'll be a little bit of working out. Um, obviously, AD and Bron have had um, some health issues over the years, but I do think this is different with both of them back playing and having this roster to start the season. I think it definitely takes a load off them. And I think, you know, Darvin Ham will be smart enough to not ride them full time so he can get the most out of the season but also be ready for the playoffs. Because I think that was the other thing for us in the playoffs. I think, you know, we ran out of gas um, and, you know, hit the juggernaut that was rolling through in the Nuggets. Uh, so, yeah, but I love the additions. I mean, I can't believe the upgrade we got at trade deadline last year. And then I think, like, it's the upgrade... better what you've just done in the, yeah, I'd, like, in the summer. I'd arguably, like, I think we've had the best pickups, um, you know, in this off-season. Pains me to I'm, say it, but I, I agree. Yeah, like, you know... Um, Shout out to my man Rob Polinka doing work over there. Getting yeah. Reeves for nothing. Yeah, and he's been killing it in FIBA just yeah. quietly. Um, yeah, I think he takes a leap. And, uh, yeah, those big pluses, um, Torian Prince, you know, Gabe Vincent. Uh, I think Jackson Hayes can fill that sort of JaVale McGee kind of role, you know, like an athletic big that can that can defend good in pick and rolls, so I think he'll suit the style that we that we play. Um, and dude, I, the other thing is too, like I don't know, it's I think he's the most underrated assistant in the league. But anyone that works with Phil Handy just takes leaps in ability. So I've seen some footage of him working out with Cam Reddish. Um, and Jackson, even Gabe Jackson Hayes yeah Jackson Hayes yeah. Cam Reddish and Gabe Vince have been working out with Phil Handy a lot and I'm like so I'm excited to see what they bring to the table like I mean Jackson Hayes been thereabouts like Cam Reddish showed flashes but not well he was picked six yeah in the 2019-20 yeah. draft like he obviously yeah. showed yeah some ability I think he came out of the Duke system yeah could be wrong yeah. Um, but yeah he's obviously shown ability through college so yeah. if he can I think Darwin Ham's a good coach so yeah. Yeah, who knows? He might be able to finally reach his potential. Yeah, yeah, but I'm excited about the about the season. I guess as a Lakers fan too, like I was always like, you know, what the fuck is this team going to look like when AD and LeBron <laughs> gone? You know what I mean? But yeah. now, like, I feel like we've got a good mixture of youth and good contracts. Max and Christie, good, another yeah, one. Max Christie, we've got some good, um, Austin good Reeves. rookies coming through. So yeah, look, I think you know we're we're able to compete now, but we're looking good for the future too. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Let's look at the top team, and I'm pretty sure you've got them there too. I've got the Denver Nuggets on top. Um, yes, I know it's hard to go back-to-back, back, but they were that dominant in the final series just gone. Without too many changes as well, they're in Justin Holiday from the Mavericks, uh, along with a fair few draft picks, Hunter Tyson being... The smoky out of them who showed glimpses of um yeah, of potential in the summer league. Their outs, their big out in my opinion, is Bruce Brown, finally got paid, heading to the paces. Thomas Bryant was at the Lakers move mid year to the Nuggets, picked up a ring. Don't know if he got any game time or not. He's heading to Miami. Jeff Green to the Rockets, Jack White uh to the Thunder, and Ish Smith, who, yeah, again, just free agent by the sounds of it. Their line is a whopping 53 and a half. I've got them going like big shout. I've got them winning 61 games. Whoa. A fit, fit nuggets. I've got them winning about 61 games. And yeah, what's that leave? Dropping 21, 82 games in a season. Mm. Dropping 21. Yeah, well, yeah, I've got them at one as well. I think they'll, mm, 
A fit Jamal Murray is needed yeah. also to win those 60 yeah, games. Yeah, I think they'll... Who's coming to I Australia think they'll next go month. Under. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to say... I think they'll go under. Um, and look, I mean... I, like you've said it before, dude, but I feel like Bruce Brown is... Big loss. Big loss. Like, he was a fill-the-gap guy, bought heaps of energy, reliable off the bench. Um, and Jeff Green played some meaningful minutes yeah. too um, over the season, that veteran presence. I, you know, I think that uh, Jamal and um, Jokic is going to be relied on heavily again. And... I mean, you know, winning the chip and having that such a, you know, that long season, that high, like it can be tough to to repeat repeat that, and um, especially where I don't think they had the help. They don't have as much help this year as they did. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see because in in the NBA finals, uh, Christian Brown had a huge. It was his rookie year. Yeah, he had a huge final series, and from all reports, it looks like he'll be the one getting Bruce Brown's. Mm. Meaningful minutes. Yeah. 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 yeah no, bench. he was good. So maybe, maybe he fills in, fills in that gap. So, but um, yeah, look, well coached, good team. So they've got to be up there again. But you're right, what you said before, like that top four is going to be um, pretty tight, I reckon. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. All right. That's our look at the Western Conference. Is there any locks or like guaranteed over unders that you have as such? I'll, I'll, I'll have a quick. Um, throw out the stumps with this, and I'm I'm picking two that I reckon uh, that that will be a lock, mm-hmm. and that will be the Nuggets that I just talked about. I know it's risky, sixty odd games, but if they're doing fifty three and a half, I think they cover that. And then the other one is the Wolves going under forty four and a half, and I'll talk about why in a second because I've got to listen to a question that that mm. asks a question involved in that. Yeah. Is there anyone that stands out to you? Any teams that you reckon are a lock to go over or under? Dude, I reckon um, I reckon the Kings and OKC would be value bets for me. Yep. Over 44 and a half, I reckon. Yep. Especially the Kings. I mean, I'd, yeah, I don't think they've got worse than last year. Yeah, other teams have got better, but... You don't think they'll got, be that far off yeah, from well, last they've got, year? They've got the consistent... Like, I mean, a lot of these other teams have got a lot of, you know, new players to gel with, you know. To what figure I mean? out. Yeah, but the Kings are they're together. They're like set. They're, yeah, I, I feel like, you know Good point. They'll and be humming, so in the first half of the year that's where they could be dominant. You could see him on top yeah. for a fair while and then just even if they do steady out, yeah. But still reaching that yep. that over projection. Yep. Hundred yep. percent. Any irrelevant news? Anything Um uh, No, not not really. Not really. It's very quiet in basketball at the moment. Yeah, it is. It the is the Boomers are on tonight, taking yeah. on Slovenia. Um, yeah. Late one, 10, 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, Australian Eastern Standard Time. So yeah. try and stay up for that. Or just get some snooze in and watch yeah, the highlights some, in the morning. Get some snooze. I will give a shout out on that. I'd like to see Josh Giddy have the ball yeah. in his hands and Patty. Yeah, I'm going to try That's and stay. Take. I'm going to try and stay awake for it because I, I want to see mm. Giddy versus Doncic. I reckon yeah. they'll go like go at it. Yeah. It'll be a really good watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so actually I did shout on last week's podcast and I got the dates wrong. We will be at the Hobby Hangout, which is like a, a, a card show, card collecting show. So I said it was on Sunday the 14th of October, which is actually a Saturday. Just completely fucked up the dates. It's on Sunday the 8th of October. And I also said it wasn't at the university, which it is at the university. So <laughs> completely scrapped last episode. Oh. It's at... The University of New South Wales, uh, which I believe is the one at Kensington. Mm-hmm. And it's at the Roundhouse there. So I'll be there. We'll be selling cards, um, yarning all things basketball. And who knows, might even be able to get a live potty going there with, with a few of the collectors. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So we do have one listener question that I'll bring up. There was a couple others, but they were pretty dribbly. Because okay, yep. I did say, I put it out there saying potty time, Western Conference questions and a few questions came up about the East. I was like, "Okay, we'll save that yeah. for another another day." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the Ball Babble Boys, the Ball Babble Podcast. Which team should make a big splash trade? And this is where I was just talking about the unders before with Minnesota, and I think by the trade deadline mid year, I think Cat's gonna go. 
has to. Yeah, and whether they get rid of Cat and Rudy, I don't think that will happen because I don't know mm. what you're going to get back for Rudy if it's worthwhile. Yeah, but I think it. I don't know. I think there's going to be turmoil, a big falling out there, and I think they're just going to blow up the second half of the year, mm-hmm. somewhat tank to get a few decent draft picks. That's why I had him at eleventh, and that's why I've got him going under the forty-four and a half. Yeah. So, is there anyone to you who reckon might make a big, a big trade? Or who should make a big trade in the West? The other teams, the Clippers, um, if Kawhi and PG don't stay fit, mm-hmm. their GM, oh, what's his name? He's the one building the new stadium in LA. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll get that out to you guys. Whatever his name is, it's I can't think of it. But he's always at the games. Like he's a oh, um, he's a huge fan. Yeah, uh, Jerry West. No, is not, Jerry West. Not Jerry West. Not the not the logo man. He's a Laker. Isn't Jerry West the Clips GM? Nah. Oh. Yeah, right. Anyway, I okay. I hope you're wrong. Well, is the owner, but yeah, I thought maybe Jerry, it's Bormer. Yeah. Yeah. I the, who, Jerry West was the was the could be right. GM. I could be getting my fucking stats all over the place. We'll do a bit yeah. of research, but if PG and Kawhi aren't on the floor as much as what they should yeah. be, I reckon they'll go nah. Like, I'm, oh, it's the Clips and the Wolves. Yeah, for sure. They're the two teams that could yeah. make a big splash. Could yeah. make a. Yeah. Ridiculous move. I think they're short price, either coaches or big splashes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? To Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Two quick shout-outs before we leave. Firstly, the Newcastle Knights going eight in a row. I'm not a Knights fan, but I am at the moment. Got my night shorts on today. Um, yeah, huge effort for a team that has stunk for the last, what, three, four, five? Six, mm-hmm. seven years. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're they're playing some good footy and love getting behind. Even though I go for the Gold Coast Titans, can't help but get behind the home team. And second of all, our boy that's just gotten out of hospital, Jim Bennis. I don't know if it's an excuse he's feeding himself peanuts, which he's allergic to, just so he doesn't have to come on the podcast or mm. or what it is. Yeah, that is a vicious rumor. But um, Jim, I hope you're well, mate. I did send flowers. Um, <laughs> up to the ward up there, so um, yeah, hope you're doing well, mate. And um, rest up, mate. Yeah, and I think you should listen to your wife next time. And yeah, start it. Start Cordo could be the new <laughs> set of feeding mushrooms to the family, <laughs> feeding Jim nuts, oh, hiding in the meals. Yeah, yeah you yeah. are what you, Jim. You're a peanut. <laughs> oh, god. All right, guys, on that note, thanks for listening once again, and we'll catch you next week. See you later. See you, gang. Mm-hmm.